Hello, so today I come to you from live from Casa del Grandma um, and I'm staying here for a few days um, with my grandparents to uh, go to a family wedding which is exciting a wedding that was postponed due to covid i've got i think i've got three weddings this year um so that's really exciting but it's lovely to spend time with my family um i actually came up a little bit early um i wasn't due to come up until today actually but i decided to come up yesterday and very nearly came up the day before um i just had a real strong need to come and see family and experience fields so this is derbyshire countryside kind of um just outside of matlock and um from my grandma's window i can see the hills and fields and it's sunny and it's beautiful and i just really needed home if that makes sense i really i'm sure it does because i'm sure we've all been there it's been a really um obviously strange um, few, I feel like I've been releasing a lot of stuff, a lot of shit, a lot of stuff that's been in my mind and in my um, uh, body for a long, long time. And that's all being released now. And it's been a, a, like the, just the last week has been a journey in itself. So um, I, and I just needed to come and reset and then coming home to see family always brings with it its anxieties and it's, you know, it's, it's, I say struggles and that's maybe not fair and maybe not everybody feels has, has the same experience. But I think seeing family brings up a lot of emotion. It brings up a lot of um, thoughts and feelings that we are used to um and I know it can depend well I think after last year we have all a lot of people I know have experienced social anxiety um because of covid and not seeing anybody and then being put back in situations where suddenly you're around people again especially for something like a wedding you know you're not just three people around a table you're sometimes up to 150 people um, seeing family you've not seen for a long time and then obviously last year I had cancer and I haven't seen very many people since then I did see people kind of at the beginning before I started chemo and then I went through chemo and I just kind of stopped seeing almost everybody because it was just easier for me to deal with that um, and now I am I, I did come back up at Christmas, but that was different. And it, I feel like after, after chemo, I just I was just pleased to be over. The whole thing was a celebration. I just needed it to be over. But what I did was I came back to Derbyshire and I've obviously been through a journey with cancer and with chemotherapy and even throughout COVID and moving to London, um, I've been through a journey and this journey has changed me and I'm a different person because I've chosen to be a different person. I've decided I want a different life for myself. And, um, and you know, I'm embracing that. But then when I came back to Derbyshire over Christmas, I went back to the person that my family knew me as and that I was before I left, which was party, 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 
you know, work hard, play hard. I mean, not that I was working, but I kind of drank my way through Christmas, which is not what I wanted to do. And then in the days after it, I just made myself feel like a horrendous person again. That's just the pattern that I was in. I was work hard, stress about working hard, stress about not being enough, play hard, um, you know, so kind of drink and numb my pain and my problems. And, you know, when you've got a gin and tonic in your hand, does it really matter? Or as was the case at Christmas, like vintage champagne, even better. Um, and then, and, you know, seeing family and everyone knows you as this, happy cheery girl who or woman who's loves the party and can drink most men under the table proudly she loves her sport she loves um just having a laugh she's sarcastic she's you know the, the this person that i was this persona that i created for myself because that's who i believed i had to be um and then I made myself feel awful when I moved back and again I started on this journey of who I do who do I want to become who do I want to be the world is my oyster as to the person I want to be and actually the person that I want to be is the person I truly am so I should could just embrace that if I really wanted to so at the beginning of this week I had this desire to come home early so that I could just have some feels in my life and have some fresh air and go for a run outside. This morning I've done a 5k run. I haven't run outside since June 2021, since before I was diagnosed. And I haven't um, run 5k. Oh, I did 5k on the treadmill the other day. Um, but anyway, so that in itself was a, a, a big one for me. Like I, I knew I wanted to come and do that and I did it and I'm really proud um but yeah so I, while I wanted to come up and be with my family I didn't want to come up and be with my family and sink back into my old story and into my old pattern of yeah I'll have a few pints at lunchtime and yeah okay grandma I'll have a cider with you and and be this person that I think people know me to be and therefore want me to be and if I'm not that person am I the same will they say I've changed will they talk about me will they think worse of me will I not be loved like these are the things that go through your mind I think when we decide to change and this is why when we decide to change the changes don't always stick um the changes don't always stick because then when we have to put these changes into action around, it's all right doing it while we're by ourselves, excellent. And this is my experience. Um, but while we're by ourselves, it's great to change, you know. I'll sit at home on a Friday night with a herbal tea, living my best life, um, watching um, inspiring documentaries or like watching, I'm currently watching the Rewired series on Gaia, which is Dr. Joe Spencer. Um, and actually watching that has kind of given me a bit of a big awakening, not just about myself, but about um, somebody quite close to me um, and as to why change doesn't always stick. So we might we might have this idea that we want to change and we sit and we write it out and by ourselves we're great at it. You know, I'm living in London, kind of by myself. I don't really have to speak to my mum every day. I don't really have like, I don't see 
family every day or people from my past who know me as a certain type of person. So I am free to be who I want to be. You know, people move to London, they create a new persona and they don't have to be whoever they were when, you know, you know, the, the per person that fam like family knows you as. Um, you know, there were this, you see it quite a lot in, what film did I watch recently where um, somebody runs away and they, oh, <laughs> film. No, I'm sorry, I'm talking about inventing Anna. You know, she ran away from Germany and created this whole new persona. Um, and, you know, it's very, very easy to do that when you're, when you don't know people, but then um, it's more difficult when you're back around family and you're with, you know, it's just a, it's just a different dynamic because we attach that to our worth, our feelings of love, our, you know, if I go home a different person, will my family love me? I think this is why a lot of people fear success because um, nine times out of 10, people don't feel fear, fear failure, they fear success. Um, because if I'm, people know me as the person that I am now, if I come back, if I go away to London and come back successful, well, I'll have to be a different person to be that successful person. And will that person be loved? Because the brain can only measure what we can lose and we base our whole lives on our pasts and our past experiences. So if I come back and I'm successful, will they still love me? Will I still be accepted? Will, you know, I'll be a different person. What if they don't love that person? What if they think I've changed? What if they talk about me? What if da 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 ego going absolutely mental um, about, you know, just f going round and round and round because the ego fears that it's gonna die if it's not loved, um, which is why then we decide to stay the same. So me coming back here early, it, for me to come back today would have meant I had one day where I didn't really have anything to do and I would just see some family and see some friends and I'd have stuff, well, I would have stuff to do. So I'd have like 24 hours and then it would be the wedding. So in the wedding you go, you smile, it's a beautiful day, you celebrate. And then I've got to come back, early, go back to London early on Saturday because I'm going to watch the rugby. Um, and, you know, so that was it, fly and visit. But there was just a part of me that just needed to come home. And I actually think I needed to come home to test myself, to test the new, not new persona, but who I actually am and who I want to be. And, you know, all right, Rosanna, are you serious about this? So um so i'm 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 back and so far so good i'm pleased to pleased to report but we've had a bit of an incident where um somebody i know is in a similar situation and that they want to change and they suffer with anxiety and depression and they want to change, but they can't. And it's not that they can't, they can, but they fear what people will think, will think of them. And I can see it because 
I have some, I have the knowledge of how the brain works around this. And actually, and I experienced this the other day, actually the body is addicted to the fear. And which is what I was in before I was diagnosed with cancer. Um, like the, that was my old story. I was addicted to stress. I was addicted to feelings of not being enough. Um, and if your body's addicted to something and you take that addiction away, um, or that feeling away that your body's addicted to, it's the same as if you take heroin off junkie, then, you know, it's like, it, fe it feels like, the body feels horrendous. It feels like it's dying. It has to do something to, um, to make itself feel better. So it keeps producing the chemicals that come with fear and stress. And, and so your body is literally addicted to it and it just keeps creating these chemicals. Um, and I saw that for myself the other day. So Monday for me was a horrendous day. I purged a lot of shit. I was, I cried a lot. I just felt not great. Um, and I knew that I had to feel that and I actually felt, you know, felt into it because this is what I do now. I don't just ignore it and, and busy myself. I actually feel into it and, and, um, experience it so that it can move on and so that these feelings can transmute. Um, and what I could see was actually when I was meditating yesterday, I could see, oh my goodness, my body is addicted to the feelings of fear and anxiety and stress and lack. And that is what my body, when I take that away from my body, my body then feels the need it has to create it. I take it away by positive thinking, by affirmations, by feeling love and, and, my, and raising my frequency and doing the meditations and, you know, reading the books and learning and just embodying a different way of life, embodying the person that I want to be, but my body is against, or it, my body can be against me and so can yours. Like if you've tried to change but can't, that is probably why. It's because your body is addicted to the chemicals that once, uh, like, that you're, that you've told and given your body through for years and years and years. Now I've learned this from Dr. Joe Dispenza and if you want to learn more about it, then I'd highly recommend watching the Rewired series or just reading any of his books and he explains it really, really well. So that's having that realization for me was, oh my goodness, this is why I've never been able to really change and really get out of this stress predicament that I'm in because what I've noticed is, you know, I thought that my cancer journey was my awakening and it is absolutely an awakening for me. I've learned so much, but I thought I'd come back from cancer and because I've changed so much, I thought, oh my goodness, my life's going to be perfect. That's not been the case. And I've had some of the same struggles that I had prior to my illness or my disease. Um... And this is what I've been purging because I realise my body is now trying to go back to those feelings because that's what it's so used to. But thankfully, my willpower is stronger because I want to change. I want this per perfectly imperfect life and I just want to love life. 
Like that is at the minute my main goal. I don't have financial goals. I don't have fitness goals. There are things I want to do and there are things I want to create, but I'm not living my life by a set of goals anymore. I am living by my life by feelings I want to feel and I want to feel love and I want to feel joy and I want to feel just peace and serenity and this is the life that I want to live now and this is you know what I practice every single day and and I have to keep practicing that so that we can so that you know my life will change but then having and having this realization the other day was major for me because I could see where my body was addicted and you know it's just like a little light bulb a little revelation and we have these and the more we feel into the person that we want to become the more we'll have these revelations and the more easily we'll be able to create change and then so the person who I can see who really wants to create this change but can't, I want to do everything in my power to help this person, but I know that I can't because I'm not in their body. I'm not in their, I'm not in their mind. I'm not in their thoughts. I, I send them love with my frequency because we're all connected and, and they can feel that. But ultimately, that person is the only person that can make the change. Um, and they're the only person who can, um, you know, go, they're on their own journey. And just the fact that I can see it, I know that they can see it, I know that by me working on myself, I can then help them because we're all connected. And the higher my consciousness goes, the higher their consciousness will go and you know I'd love to be able to pin this person down and force them to watch the stuff that I've watched learn the stuff that I've learned but you know that's not for everybody we all have to learn our own things um, and learn in our own way I think ultimately we all hopefully get to the same place but we might just do it differently well some do some don't and that's absolutely fine but um yeah it's just been it's really nice to kind of realize that I don't have to be for me to realize that I don't have to be the person that I have always been I moved back to Derbyshire from Australia when I was 24 I opened up a shop I've worked in a pub for a year while I was in that shop I had an abusive boyfriend who I, when I come back here I am scared to walk from my dad's house to my grandma's house in case he drives past me. Now, yesterday I did that walk and I didn't feel scared and that was really liberating because I've realized I've released it and this is why I needed to come home to release some of this stuff and, and yeah, and, and this feels really good and I know that it's because I know the powers within me and that I am actually stepping into the person, the woman I'm becoming. Um, yeah, this has been a, a week for purging and releasing. And now I feel like I'm coming out of the other side and it feels really, really good. And just some encouragement for you if you're trying to be the person that you want to become. Like, it's going to be hard. You've got to put in the work, but it's going to be worth it. You know, it's 
you can achieve anything you want. You can feel how you want. This morning, I woke up in absolute bliss. And that's probably happened like a handful of times. It happens on my birthday when you wake up and you go, oh my God, I'm so excited. Or the first day of a holiday, whatever that feels like. I've forgotten. Um, the first day of a holiday when you wake up and you go, oh my God, I'm in the sunshine. And you just, I woke up and felt that this morning, you know, I'm in my grandma's attic room. Um, <laughs> my <laughs> feet can touch the wall from the bed. Um, and you know, and I come back here and everybody's commenting on my hair and that makes me feel really vulnerable because, you know, we're talking about how incredible I look and I'm like, I know I look incredible. <laughs> um, but I just woke up in absolute bliss. So no, if you need encouragement, like it is possible. There are so many things that you can do or not do to change your life. And I and change your life for the better and live the most wonderful life, like beyond your wildest dreams and just be truly happy. Like it is possible. Take it from me. I've gone from stress, fear, anxiety, not, not being enough to six months of cancer now to, um, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm becoming the woman that I know I am, I'm stepping into my power and, um, and you know, I'm, I really truly feel that anything is possible and that there are, that magic is just around the corner. Magic, we see magic every day. It's, it's what we actually choose to see and what we choose to focus on. Um, so if you're trying to change your old story, you can. If you want to release those old patterns, you absolutely can. My advice would be meditate. Um, I sit in silence for an hour every morning. Meditate, watch inspiring things on YouTube or Gaia or, you know, um, get beyond your mind a little bit. Get beyond the reality that you're in. Watch, um, Joe Dispenza's got some incredible transformation stories that you can watch from people that have been to like his workshops and basically the meditations that he does helps realign your energy centers and um, brain and heart coherence. And when that happens, like the body can heal itself. I very much believe I helped heal my body of cancer. Um, and I also believe that it can be done for anxiety and depression and, a, and you can live a new and happier life. You really, really can. Um, so read the books, just explore, learn, don't be hard on yourself, give yourself compassion, sit and look at your inner child and tell her or him that you love them and you're there for them. And just have, yeah, have compassion for yourself on the journey, meditate, sit in silence, see what comes up. Don't put pressure on it. Don't put pressure on yourself to change. It will happen but know who you want to become as well. Um, I do think maybe doing this aimlessly, you could end up just going around in circles a little bit um, and know who you don't want to be. So the feelings that you don't want to feel, just be aware of them, don't obsess on them. The second you give them your focus, that is what you're going to create. So just be aware and be aware of how you can change it. So by raising your vibration, by raising your frequency, we're all we're all energetic beings living in an electromagnetic field and what we put out there comes back to us. So 
yeah, I hope that this has helped if you want to um, change your life, get rid of the old story, embrace a new story, like you can absolutely be the person that you want to be. Um, I'm sending you so much love. If you want to learn more about myself, my journey, you can see my website in the description below um, and see what I'm up to, connect on Instagram. If you like this video or podcast, please share with a friend. Um, you never know who might be feeling that that life is getting on top of them, it's too much and they're never going to change. I can promise you everyone can change and everyone can live their best lives and everyone can be happy and wake up feeling buzzy and loved just because. Um, so yes, from me to you, I love you. Have a wonderful day.